Hello, and welcome to episode 41 of North Point Plus. I don't have any clever quips about the number 41. What did you do on your 41st birthday, Mark? Oh, well, I'll tell you <laughs> in some years. Some years. <laughs> in some yeah. years, I'll let you know. All right. I don't have my time travel machine set up yet, so I can't tell you what was done yet or will be done yeah. <laughs> on my 41st birthday. <laughs> but it's coming up soon. Less than a decade? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there soon. Yeah. That's kind of a hint, right? When <laughs> we have to like stop and do the math. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you get to that point you're like in your life where people ask you how old you are, and you're like, I stopped caring about that a long time ago. I don't know anymore. Yeah. I'm I actually, in my thirties. <laughs> yeah. I get my age and how long have you been at North Point? Wrong at least <laughs> half of the time. I was hoping that you'd say you get them mixed up. <laughs> yeah. What was the one? <laughs> well, we I'm were... six. <laughs> Remember, we were in a uh, second Sunday. We're already starting off with a story. Know, we were in a second Sunday, and we had to go around and like introduce about ourselves. And I was like, hey, yeah, my name's Jake. I've been married for six years, da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Started talking about stuff. And then as it's slowly going person by person, you're on the opposite side of the room. And it occurs to me, I've been married longer than six years. But I'm like, nobody knows that. No one's really paying attention to it, so I just don't bring it up Except anymore. Me. Except you, <laughs> who were, was got married the same year that I got married, and as soon as it came to you, you like called me out across the room. It had to be done. <laughs> sometimes we have to be, sometimes we're humbled by being humiliated, <laughs> and that's that's <laughs> how it has to be. <laughs> true. So you were humbled and humiliated and strengthened. I it didn't was. kill you, it made you stronger. Yes. And now you definitely know how long you've been married. <laughs> what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. Thank you. <laughs> American Idol. Yeah. Well, Julie and I had that conversation where we were talking last week and I was like, hey, um, our anniversary is this next week and neither of us have talked about anything about it. <laughs> That's the thing that we celebrate, right? Are we celebrating that? <laughs> or do we just say that the thing, like the, the last date that we had was the celebration for the anniversary? So now we're at that point in our marriage too where it's like, okay, we have, have so many things going on. Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversary, Grace's birthday, all these things. And so people with multiple kids, I don't know how you're like... How do you manage your life? Yeah. Because <laughs> I have one. Isn't it weird? Like, oh, yeah. We have an anniversary. We sh- we need to celebrate that. Well, let's just say that we already did. Yeah. <laughs> let's retroactively. We'll yeah. retroactively turn that date into an anniversary <laughs> <laughs> celebration. Yeah. Uh, let me know. I want to talk to you the day after your anniversary now just to see how that mentality goes. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll work out great. <laughs> That's the confidence of a husband that. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Amazon Prime does great shipping, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm going to celebrate it, okay? I don't want to get the comments of people being like, Mark, you got to celebrate your wife. I will. Next year. Don't. Don't do it. I Don't do it. I want to see how this ends. I'm all for this. <laughs> That'll end poorly. Maybe I should sign up for Fun or Marriage. That's Ooh, a plug that. look at that. What a good plug. <laughs> I know. What a good plug. You're welcome, Chris. Oh. Anyway, this is North Point Plus. <laughs> We're back at it. We mentioned that it's episode 41, and that's the tangent that we went on. So welcome to North Point Plus. Uh, this is our follow-up podcast where we gather together on Sunday mornings. We fellowship, we worship, we do life together, and this podcast is just another way to keep doing that, keep the conversation going. So we are going through our series on Colossians. Yeah. And uh, I'm joined by Jake Howard. And Jake, you preached yesterday through Colossians 1, probably one of the most famous passages from Colossians yeah. about the supremacy of Christ, the supremacy of Jesus and all that. Uh, unpack a little bit at a high-level view of what do we talk about, what's the big takeaway, what do you want people to know? Yeah, uh, at its core principle, it's easy just to say, like, hey, Jesus is awesome. 
right? Yeah. Like that is what, if you read Colossians 1 starting in, in verse 15 all the way through, Paul, uh, we use the analogy of was a hype man. <laughs> and I've yes. never said hype man so much <laughs> in a Sunday talk before and probably will never use the term hype man again on a Sunday. But uh, we use the term hype man uh, just to talk about how Paul is laying out all the ways that Jesus is supreme or preeminent or just absolutely over all of creation and over the church. And, and what does that mean for, for us as uh, those that have been redeemed? And he gave the end there of what we were, what we are, what, what we can be, and kind yeah. of what that looks like in the life of a, of a believer, of a follower of Jesus. Uh, but it's all rooted in this idea and this assurance that, hey, uh, let's make much of Jesus because there's yeah. much to be made of Jesus. So Yeah, great. Love that, yeah. And you mentioned the uh, the analogy of the hype man, but for us, it was really more of a tangible example, <laughs> a, a lived reality lived <laughs> of the reality. hype man life. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, if you haven't watched it yet, go back and watch the message. Uh, it's it's in the first few minutes where you'll get a, a tangible example of of what a hype man really is. <laughs> I'm not even sure if that was good or bad or just what that I was. I didn't say a good point. example. Thank I you. said a tangible example. <laughs> it's, it's at least something that you can see and experience. <laughs> but you. Introduced uh, through uh, a hype man methodology, <laughs> uh, introduced Janet and Rick and Jamie to the church. Yeah, uh, and I've I've heard rumor that there are there are other introductions are other that are available. There so are maybe if I'm feeling up for it, I'll edit this podcast so we'll have the same lighting effect. And I'll, I'll put the music under it so it's strobe lights again <laughs> and all that. Man, what was your? I want to know before we get into that. Like, what was your first thought when I came to you and said, "Hey, Mark." <laughs> Uh, we're going to do a hype man analogy. Can you get some music and some lighting effects? Um, if I'm being honest, I'm always concerned when pastors come and say, hey, I have this idea. <laughs> because usually it's an idea that lands with like five people. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of it's like, okay, we'll do it. Yeah. But typically here, most of those ideas land in some way. You're still not <laughs> saying that this one landed in that way. I can't be the judge of that. I can't be the judge of that. So then they're the judge. <laughs> the Bible says don't judge unless you're judging specifically the analogy and tangible example of the hype man. <laughs> the hype man. You yeah. can judge this. <laughs> so oh, I man. thought it was good. I thought it, I thought we, we joked about it before that at the very least it will be memorable. memorable. <laughs> People will remember yeah. this Sunday and say that's why we're not going back to North Point. <laughs> <laughs> right there. That guy, that hype man. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was fun. So we uh I was sitting with my wife and I had told her about these and um I had to get the notes into you for all of this. Right. And I had this analogy, but I had nothing written. <laughs> so in 20 minutes, I wrote those three. And I was like, I have no idea how this is going to go. So um, I shared them with Ashley. And we had gone and done family pictures over at Port Huron. Oh, yeah. Uh, beautiful beach. Yeah. Amazing. Like the whole cake smashing thing for our soon-to-be one-year-old. Nice. And uh, so it's a two-hour drive on the way back. And then we were just spitballing ideas. And she's like typing them into her phone <laughs> and everything and have all these. And she's still a little uh, unhappy with me because I didn't make one for her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just a little bit of a landmine, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure because, you know, I make fun of you. It's you hilarious. Gotta, I make fun of her. I'm on the couch. You know what I mean? So the lessons that we learned, you got to celebrate the anniversary. <laughs> and when you make hype man introductions, you got to do one for your wife. That's it. <laughs> that's it. So we wrote, we wrote more. Uh, we got five other uh, staff members. Am I really reading these right now? Yeah, do it. Hit okay. me. All right. We're doing this one. Uh, we'll let you guess who they are. All right. Here we go. Uh, his favorite hobby starts with a bang. He won a car when Barker called his name. <laughs> he knows the name of every single cop. You can always find him wearing plaid on top. Mm. 
Who is it? Who is that one? You guess. Mr. Chris <laughs> Carter. There you go, buddy. I love that. If you haven't Googled, what is it, Christmas 92? Oh, the yeah. Price is Right. Yeah, we yeah, just Chris watched it on as a there. staff. And Chris has, uh, like, the best realistic lego hair oh. that i've ever seen in my entire life it's yeah. it's absolutely perfect yeah so that mean is glorious relive that yeah. everyone so good it's well worth your time all right here's another one uh bought a dog and named him moose lives on a farm where the chickens are loose stop into north point and she's the first face you'll see check all your emails because she updates us all weekly mm. that's our uh newest member of the north point staff there sylvia jarvis mm. Who's got cows and chickens and a dog named Moose, which is like my favorite thing about Sylvia and Jake. They <laughs> have a dog named Moose. Good stuff. Uh, all right. If you're a student and feeling alone, give him a call and go fly his drone. Mm. All his t shirts tell a pun or a joke, hangs with his in laws because they're good folk. Mm. Mr. Mr. Andrew Acker and his in laws being. Chris and Emily Carter. So yep. there you go. A double introduction for Chris. Yeah, and we a did. Double a reminder to go watch Price is Right with Chris Carter. <laughs> <laughs> the viewership is going to skyrocket on this old video. This like, one video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, if you're in a movie, you better be quiet. Every single meal is like a third grader's diet. He's got <laughs> a new renovation once every week. Follow on Facebook. You'll get a sneak peek. Who could that be? Who could that be? <laughs> Mark Adkins. 100%. And I own every part of that. That is who I am. <laughs> I don't need a better diet than a third grader. I would even say it's a kindergartner's <laughs> diet. Those chicken nuggets are delicious. Okay. Chicken nuggets, mac and cheese. I was just talking to someone this week. All you need, chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, PB&J. You're good. You're set for life. Throw in a carrot every now and then. I was going to say, there's not a single vegetable in you there. You don't need them. You don't need them. Vegetable you know oil you know doesn't count. Problems in the garden? Healthy food. <laughs> Healthy food. <laughs> the forbidden fruit. It wasn't the forbidden Twinkie <laughs> that got him in trouble. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, That's how man. you build good theology. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then we got one more. <laughs> we got one more here. Uh, walking alone with his radio on, you'll probably catch him singing a Tomlin song. He works hard to keep everything spick and span. If you want to talk sports, he's your man. That's our uh, custodian, Joe Ingram. And Joe is really the sportsman. He's won our uh, March Madness oh, yeah, tournament bracket. like three times yeah. more than anybody else. I tried to cheat off him this year, but the system wouldn't let me because he's good. And uh, much he's to good. his chagrin, Chris won yeah. this last year <laughs> with a randomized bracket. <laughs> yeah, like that That really hurt Joe. That hurt all of us that tried. Uh, that's the best part about sports. Oh, man. Is that it really, your skill doesn't matter. Doesn't. <laughs> your it really knowledge doesn't, doesn't matter. It's it all, doesn't. You know nothing. It's all luck. <laughs> Oh, man. Right. Hey, let's get into some real podcast questions, <laughs> yes. though, shouldn't we? Well, while we're on the, the subject of things that are not as serious, <laughs> one of the other things that you talked about in your message was uh, your, your amazing stain stick, talking about how, like this stain stick, Jesus removes our sin and our grime. And uh, you talked about some stain stick. What, uh, and so Rachel wants to know, uh, I missed the thing <laughs> that you said actually gets grime out of your clothes uh, and does it work with... Uh, yellow poop from babies. So you know that you're uh, really good at communicating the Bible <laughs> when the things that people ask you about are the hype man stories and the stain stick analogy, <laughs> like right off the bat. It's what the people want. You feel good about how well you communicate scripture. Uh, that being said, this stain stick is phenomenal, and I stand by it still. It is the Shout Advanced Set in Stain Scrubber. 
Mm. It's a little blue bottle with like some red or orange bristles on top. So it's more than just like the the old school Tide stain stick. Right. So it's got a goo. Yeah, a goo. goo. It's a goo that you like squirt on the stain, use the the bristles and like set it in. Gotcha. And then let it sit for like up to five minutes. And uh, it's been, I have no idea about yellow baby poop. Mm. Um, That's a thing. Uh, We tried (laughs) Grandma's Secret Spot Remover Ah. for that before. And like four or five other ones, I'd actually send me a picture like, hey, what do we have at our house? (laughs) She sent me a bunch in there. So I don't try it out. Let me know. I'd I'd be interested to find out if it does that. The other thing that works really well with yellow baby poop is the trash can. Yeah, just done. Just toss it. It's gone. It's gone forever. Yeah. Because even if you get it out, the memory of it is there. Yeah. And it's just... You're a, that's a dad answer and a half. You're like, <laughs> it's a dad answer. It's gone. The number of times I've told Julie, we'll buy another one. <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> Not worth the time. <laughs> we'll buy another one. We'll go to Goodwill. We'll buy another one. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> all right. So we've handled uh, Hype Man. We've handled Yellow Poop. Yep. That's all good stuff. Hmm. Um, one of the other things you mentioned, so you mentioned a quote um, in your message about how uh, Jesus is holding everything together. And the quote was uh, basically Jesus keeps the cosmos from becoming chaos. Yep. Uh, and someone submitted a video. Uh, Not my quote. That was a, yes, a somebody scholar. with a scholar, a scholar, a PhD. I'd have to look it up. If actually who yeah. it was now, uh, but someone submitted a comment about um, specifically relating to Colossians one seventeen, which I think was the passage that you were referring to. Um, there's a video by Louis Giglio where he talks about laminin. I think it's how it's pronounced. Yep. I like to pronounce words wrong. So I'm going to call it laminine. Laminine. <laughs> Um, talking about how uh, I, th- I think that's in the context of how great is our God going through like things in the universe. So that's that's a resource that exists. Mm-hmm. So there's that. There, yeah, that. there's that. I've seen that out there. It's uh, it's it's, it's a it's a neat thing. Yeah, I would say. You know, I don't think it's something that I would base uh, theology around or that right. I would definitively say, oh, hey, this proves scripture. As right. much as I think it's a it's a neat kind of connection because especially the more you research that l- laminin laminine kind of lemonine. stuff lemonine <laughs> you research that like you realize there are some uh different shapes that it takes on yep. rather than just the one but uh still kind of a neat thing yeah that's 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 cool that's okay yep there's lots of cool things in the universe that we can look at and be like hey it's cool that god did that yeah good stuff yeah for sure um but speaking of jesus keeping the cosmos from becoming chaos Uh-oh. we got a question that came in feels like it's this age-old question that just it just won't go away. Yeah. And I think it won't go away because it's a, it's a question that people struggle with. It's a, it's a real thing. Uh, but the question came in, uh, if Jesus keeps the cosmos from becoming chaos, why is there so much chaos? Yeah. So is Jesus bad at holding the cosmos together? Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Drop that one. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, in terms of chaos, we've got, you know, there's natural disasters. There's yeah. black holes that are literally ripping <laughs> galaxies apart. Uh, there's death and trauma and pain and all this stuff that happens within the cosmos why why did those things happen man such a good question um and we've talked about this in many different ways and it all comes back to the same answer uh and it's it's churchy but it's true and it's sin like Mm. the world is broken and that's that's the sad part this wasn't how god created it to be everything as he created it was self-sufficient and sustaining and we could just enjoy and and it was worshipful to him and it was praising to him and it was good for us and all of those things um and then what started with adam and eve and has continued throughout all of mankind since and that's our rebellion uh, our missing the mark our choosing a way of doing things other than the way that god had created it to be Mm. 
it's that sin issue, and the result is, the uh, Bible tells us the wages of sin is death, and so there is death in the world, and that's not just a physical death, that's a spiritual death, that's an emotional death, that's, uh, that is black holes ripping apart galaxies, right. that is famine existing, that is war existing, that is right. all of these things. Uh, that doesn't mean that uh, Jesus is not uh, keeping the cosmos together right. in that, doesn't mean that he's not still in control of all of that. Yeah. Um, in fact, I would argue that if you take Jesus out of the equation, that would be so bad, Yeah, it would just all be done by now. Yep. It would have all just ripped apart. It would have all done all those things. Um, <clears throat> and that I, every good and perfect thing comes from above, comes from God. And so I think the ability for God to, Jesus, to keep it all together is really an act of mercy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that recognizing one day, um, man, the final judgment's going to come, and he's going to completely get rid of all that. But but right now he, uh, I think the term I hear so often is tarries. Mm. Right? We don't say the word tarry enough, so there you go. <laughs> he tarries, he waits, um, and is given opportunity and yeah. still working things out um, in his divine will and way. Um, but one day he will end it, and there will be absolutely no chaos. Mm. He is not the author of chaos yeah. and confusion, so he will get rid of that completely at one point in time. Uh, it's just that he hasn't chosen to completely get rid of it yet. Yep. In an act of mercy, I would right. say. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. I think there's, if we can, if we, to the people that have this question, I, I don't like the answer of stay tuned, but stay mm-hmm. tuned. Mm-hmm. Because Paul talks somewhat about this in Colossians. Some of it is addressed. So in the next coming weeks, at least aspects of this question are addressed and at, at least spoken to. But I think, yeah, what you're talking about, that that final hope of eventually all of this death and chaos and destruction will not exist because it will be done away with mm-hmm. completely. Um, and why isn't it, why doesn't Jesus snap his fingers and take it all? Why doesn't Jesus Thanos snap and get rid of all of the death and pain and sin and destruction? Um, I think goes back to the heart and mercy of God um, where um, God says, my desire, I desire that none would be lost. I desire that yeah. people would know me. And so if God were to Thanos snap and immediately take away all sin, that means that things end. Right. <laughs> like lives that don't know Jesus end and are forever not with Jesus. And so if God's desire is, hey, there's someone that I'm working on right now. Like there's someone's heart that I'm working on. And if I just snap and get rid of all that stuff, then that person that I'm trying to draw into relationship with me doesn't know me yet and so they just miss out on that relationship with god and i think that's where when it comes to example or uh, when it comes to the question of you know there's jesus and chaos and god and evil and all of that that's where i just point people to the cross because that's the worst thing that's ever happened in history Mm -hmm. and the best result came from that right so even in the midst of horrible things that happen and will happen and will continue to happen God uses that some way. That's that's the promise that we can rely on. Is I don't I don't have the the discernment and the insight to look into why someone's child dies yeah. young and why a spouse leaves behind kids and all like all these horrible things that happen. But I do have a promise from God that says, "Hey, there are going to be horrible things that happen, and I promise you that I will work that to your good for those that love me and like that's a promise that i can rely on is i don't have the i don't have the answer of why those things happen but i know the answer behind the answer is god's working and i can trust that god's good because he's already demonstrated that he's good and no one else can do it better than him so who else am i going to trust in the midst of that yeah and that's hard because like so many times god's way is not our way 
Yeah. Um, yep. But it, it doesn't mean that it's not the right way or the good way. Mm-hmm. Even if it's hard, even if it's not our preferences, um, even if it is uh, painful in the midst of at times. Yep. It's still the right way. It's still the good way. Yeah. And, and we may not understand that until way later on or maybe not even in this life yep. at times. Um, but we can trust because God has a, an incredible track record yeah. that it is right yeah. and that it is good. Yeah. And that's a thing. Yeah. That's good. All right. Uh, last question that we got here. Um, what's the purpose of the church? <laughs> um, so we, we talked a little bit about this in the message uh, that it, it exists to make much of Jesus. But how does it do that? Does it do it through its members? Because we make up the church. How does Ephesians 4 provide clarity on to what the purpose of the church is? So this is a great question. I think we talk a lot about the local church. We talk a lot about gathering together, like we talk about at the beginning of every podcast, that we gather together as a church on Sunday mornings. This is kind of like its own mini sort of kind of gathering where we can kind of keep that going. We talk about doing life together uh, in groups. Um, equip groups, life groups, things like that. Um, but really, when we get down to brass tacks, what is the purpose of the church? Why does the church exist? Yeah, so let's read um, <clears throat> Ephesians 4. He started in verse 11. That's what was referenced. Yes. Say, yeah, I don't yep. actually know who sent this in, but he, yeah. she, that, them. Um, verse 11, and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. And so we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood. And to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way to him who is the head into Christ. Once again, that's like a little connection there, the head of Christ. Uh, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, with each part it is working properly, making the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Mm. Uh, so the question that was asked on here is, what is the purpose of the church? Um, and I think Ephesians 4 right here actually speaks more to the the means or the method or the functioning yeah. of the church. Like, what is it actually, What is how is that purpose fulfilled? Right. Um, because I think in Colossians, and I think even before this in Ephesians 3, we were chatting a little bit beforehand, um, that there is the purpose of the church, and that is to make much of Jesus. Yep. Like the church exists for the glory of God. Right. Um, and so everything that we do is is about His will. It's about magnifying, glorifying, exalting Him. Um, and if we were to say, okay, practically, how does that look? Well, then you're going to get to Ephesians four eleven through sixteen, and you're right. going to see, uh, well, there's people that are uh, apostles, those that are teachers, those that are using all their gifts, and, and we're all. Uh, I think there's a unity of believers aspect in this yep. part. That we're all different. We all have these different. Uh, capabilities we all have these different skill sets we all have these little intricacies a part of us you know the finger is different than the toe all that kind of analogy yep. but it's that idea that we're different but we're all connected and we are all held together with the life that comes from the head that comes from mm. Jesus so um, I think Ephesians 4 is pointing to this idea of, of functionality but it all goes back to the head it all goes back to, to yeah. Jesus and so we exist we grow we mature throughout time we, we grow in our faith our understanding our trust of God um, skills, abilities, all whatever you want to call it, all of those things. But ultimately, the reason that we do all of those things is to make much of yeah. Jesus, is to praise Jesus, to exalt yeah. Jesus because of the redemption of Jesus. So. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you nailed it. I think uh, Ephesians three is a great go-to that I think leads up to what's talked about in Ephesians four, uh, like you said, where it's it's talking about the the cool part of that. And so in Ephesians two, you can kind of get this is your. Uh, 
Ephesians insight, you can kind of get an insight into the problems that the churches are struggling with by yeah. what Paul addresses in his letters. And so it seems like in Ephesus, there's some division between Jews and Gentiles. And in Ephesians 2, Paul talks about, hey, if you're a Jew or a Gentile, you're dead in sin. <laughs> so you're united in your sin, but now you're united in Christ. Yeah. And then in Ephesians 3, Paul talks about that unity within the church, that God unifies these two groups of people through Jesus that have no business, like nothing in common, totally different cultures, totally different value systems, but God unifies them. And through that, God's glorified. Mm -hmm. So the purpose of the church is even shown in God's salvation of people and bringing people together. And then uh, it says God's manifold wisdom is shown. So it's like all this weaving tapestry of complex things that happen. And that glorifies God. Like that shows the purpose of the church, even in how the church is built and that it glorifies God. Um, And then you get to Ephesians 4, which continually emphasizes the unity of the believers. And that comes through these different methods and means. But yeah, the church, the purpose of the church has always been and will always be praise the name of Jesus, make known the name of Jesus. Um, And the the question that I heard a pastor phrase it as before is, whose church is it? It's not my church. It's not Jake's church. It's not right. Rick's church. It's not North Point's church. Right. It's God's church. Right. And so the, the church exists for God to glorify God. And we do that through apostles, evangelists, teaching, bringing people in, making known the name of Jesus, building the church in that way. That's what it's for. Yeah, I would say, you know, uh, and we hear time to time, like people move, right? Mm-hmm. Or different stuff like that. Or they're, so they're looking for different churches and they're like, hey, how do I find a good church? Yeah. To me, like that basic starting ground of finding a good church is do they make much of Jesus? Yep. Like if they're not making much of Jesus, yep. um, I would say don't be involved. Don't don't be there. Yeah. Um, it's not that they're bad people or this or that. Right. Uh, they're just missing it because the yep. whole purpose of the church is that Jesus is the head of the church and yep. we make much of Jesus in everything. And so uh, if you wind up moving to Saskatchewan <laughs> or you're listening to this podcast and you're in Phoenix, Arizona, that was for you. <laughs> I like it. That was for you. I like I'm a fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and you're like, well, I can't be at North Point on Sunday. Go, you know, tune in, hang out with us. That's great. But find a place in person that you can hang out with that is yeah. uh, making much of Jesus. Yep. Yeah, I think that's that's. Uh, I'm not saying I've heard anyone say this. And it's actually encouraging that no one said this that I've heard at North Point. That especially because we're going through one book the messages can start to feel repetitive. Mm -hmm. Like we're hearing the same thing like, oh, well, Jake talked about this, but Rick talked about that before and Chris talked about that same thing before. And so you kind of talk about the same things and a lot of the same things are going to be Jesus. Like we're going to talk about Jesus every single week, whether we're going through the book of Colossians or we're going through Proverbs or we're going through a sermon series like old school teaching or sticky notes or whatever it's going to be. Like we're, we're always going to talk about Jesus because that's what the Bible is about and that's what the church is for is to make known the name of Jesus. Yeah. And if if you only come to church one time and you hear the name of Jesus, great. Like I don't want you to come to church one time and have it be like, well, we're not going to talk about Jesus today. We're going to talk about something else. Like, right. no, we're going to talk about Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's almost to the point where not only are we unapologetic about that, yeah. we're excited about that. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's not, not a it's begrudging. Yeah, like, not at okay, all. guys, we got to talk about Jesus again. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we, let's do it. We're so excited. What else would we yeah. talk about? <laughs> yeah. I would much rather talk about Jesus than, I don't know, like hype man stories or <laughs> laundry detergent or whatever we started this podcast off with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it goes back to the the question of, you know, there's, there's all this chaos in the world. Like what, 
what can I offer to someone other than Jesus mm-hmm. in the midst of that chaos? Like, yeah. that's why our world likes to offer as many other things other than Jesus as possible. You can have, oh, you can have this subscription to this streaming service, and this politician promised this thing, and this sports team will distract you here, and it's fine to have distractions and hobbies and passions. Those are good things. And can I find Jesus in those things yeah. to bring Jesus to people rather than just going along with the distractions that the world offers. Yeah. That's what we fall into that trap of too much. So I was on Facebook today and, uh, you know, you're talking about like the chaos a little bit here and making much of Jesus and, uh, somebody that I, I, I love dearly, uh, this individual and they have gone through a tragedy where, uh, they lost a loved one. Um, and I won't get into all the details there, but just, they don't have answers. Yeah. They have no answers at all. And, um, are, are left with little ones and all this. And, uh, as you can imagine, the grief is is deep. Yeah. Um, and so they're coming up around uh, around time periods that are just moments of remembrance of this uh, a tragedy that occurred. And, I, and I'm reading through how they're dealing with all this stuff. And they talked about everything that they've worked through and how everything's helped some. Um, they listed off 10 different things from um, community to, uh, uh, you know, trying to meditate and, and massage and like all these other yeah. things that are all, all good things, all yeah. good things. Um, and that pain is still there, and the pain's never going to go away, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not the thing to say. The, the pain will not go away. It's always going to be there. But as I'm reading through this, like, my heart is hurting because I'm like, man, the thing that's missing in all of this is hope. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing that's missing in this is that they don't have yeah. Jesus in there to be able to fall back on and to be able to yeah. trust and to make much of and to find that hope and reconciliation in their grief. Mm-hmm. Um, not that the pain is going to go away, right. but it's just this idea that, man, with Jesus in your life, like you are given a comfort yep. like none other. You're given a hope like none other. Right. Um, and it was heartbreaking this morning to kind of read that. And just a reminder for me of, man, this is why we make so much right. of Jesus, because right. he's the answer. Right. He is just the answer in ways yeah. that we can't even imagine um, until you have him. Right. Yeah. Until you know him. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah, I got nothing better to add to that. So that's a great way to end on the, the question side. Uh, is there anything else you want to leave people with? Uh, Colossians and hype mans and Christ supremacy. No, I, we've done enough hype man stuff for a <laughs> lifetime, I'm fairly yeah. fairly certain. But this is fun. I'm loving our summer series yeah. here in Colossians. Make sure you guys are uh, tuning in if you're out at the lake or wherever yep. it may be. Like We have great live streaming stuff that we do and can be a part of, and we're thrilled when you do. We uh, keep up with that, right? Yep. Marky Mark, you're yep. on that. Yep. Um, we see it. Doing a phenomenal job. So be sure to just be tuning in and, and stay connected with us. And yeah. Uh, then when you're not out at the lake or on the boat or whatever and you're here, <laughs> come hang out with us. Like, yeah. We love it. Yeah, it's a blast. Yeah, I'm super excited about this series. It's it's always amazing. Like, I've read Colossians many, many, many times, and it's, it just shows how amazing God's Word is and how yeah. God is that this book that I've read so many times and a passage like Colossians, everything in Colossians 1 is so typically, if you've been reading your Bible for a long time, it's very familiar stuff. And how God can just be like, I know you think that you know this. Yeah. <laughs> Let me blow your mind a second. Because yeah. <laughs> you don't know anything about this. <laughs> and that's what I, like, every time I go through Colossians, it's like, good night. How did I miss that? Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. It'll be good stuff. Cool. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for submitting questions. We're going to keep going through Colossians. So I encourage you to keep reading through that um, as we go through that. Um, 
we're going to be heading into a little bit of Colossians 2 next week, so read the end of Colossians 1 into Colossians 2 if you want to keep up with where we're at this coming Sunday. Um, but yeah, other than that, thanks for tuning in. Do all the good social media stuff. Share the video, like the video, do all that fun stuff, and we'll see you next week. Bye.